breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Yeah, good morning. It's 507 at 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Trayware page, KTSA.com. New bit up there about uh, the stash house, or as Eric Wall says, oh, we don't have no shelters here. Uh, we're going to talk about that this morning. We got a lot of stuff to get into today, and some of it is going to require some extra brain power, so I hope you have a little extra coffee with your cream this morning because I got some stuff to to run by you and I want to hear you sound off on it as well as always the phones are open at 210-599-5555 Greg Popovich continues to set records over at the Spurs 17 straight losses for the Spurs that is a franchise record stop the booing (laughs) stop the booing Oh, by the way, speaking of sports, after two straight losses, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to bench Taylor Swift now. They're going to bring in Selena Gomez, hoping that's going to shake things up and make it a little bit better. All right, so let's get to the news. San Antonio's city manager denies using airport buildings as migrant shelter. I love it when politicians, and that's what the city manager is, politician, I love it when they play semantics. No, it's not a shelter. We don't house anybody there. The longest anybody could possibly be there is only 24 hours. Okay, well, first of all, um, that's probably not true, and we probably need to have an investigative journalist dig into that to see the average time that people are spending in the hangar at the airport. Is it 24 hours or less, as the city manager says? However... Regardless of whether it's 24 hours or 10 minutes, (laughs) by very definition, it's a shelter, okay? It's a roof over your head, it's a place to go bathroom, and it's food. And so, yes. It's a little Airbnb. Yes, that's what it is. It's an Airbnb at the airport. (laughs) It is a shelter, Mr. City Manager. But, 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 but I won't quibble with you. I won't quibble with you. What I said it was is a stash house, because a stash house is where illegal aliens are taken and stashed, hence the word stash house, they're stashed there until they are picked up to be taken to their final destination. By definition, San Antonio is operating a stash house. Now, he says that they informed the city council members, uh, implying that Mark White's lying by saying he didn't know anything about him, blah, 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 that out of the eight that we asked, four of them said, yes, I knew this was going on, and I said that yesterday, too. Of course they knew it was going on. You know who didn't know it was going on? You. (laughs) That's who didn't know. Why? Because they didn't do the appropriations process in the open and discuss this in a city council meeting. Nobody got to sound off on it. No citizens were heard, and yet they still put $10 million so far, and I'll bet you that's a low number, too. So we need another investigative journalist to dig into that. It's too bad that the, quote, journalists are all on their side, and the, quote, 
journalists or activists and uh, you know they as far as newsrooms having people to go over there and do that anymore are you kidding me newsrooms don't have that anymore shelter is not defined by time shelter can be five minutes i can bring you into if it's pouring rain and tornadoes outside and lightning and and snow and all that at one time outside i can give you shelter for five minutes while that storm passes i've given you shelter so let's not quibble over semantics it is a stash house that the city of san antonio is operating for illegal aliens the city of San Antonio. And as I said in my video, and thank you, Elaine, for posting it, as I said in my video, if somebody who wasn't a municipal government was doing this, you would arrest them. And if you load up the back of an 18-wheeler full of illegal immigrants to drive them to the airport, and you caught that driver driving that 18-wheeler full of illegal aliens, you would arrest them. But because it's the city doing it, with your money, there's no such arrest going to come. They can traffic people. They can distribute people. And it's okay because it's a municipal government who's doing it. And so that's where we sit on that with uh, the, the reaction from Eric Walsh, who is the, the city manager. Do you notice the mayor hasn't said anything? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that Peter Sakai hasn't said anything about this? Have you noticed that Javier hasn't said anything about this? Why? Because they're all for it. They're all in it. They're all in it together, right? Instead of going after their own human distribution ring that they are running, Javier has got to go get his boy over there in Florida, Ron DeSantis, for doing exactly what San Antonio is doing. Ron DeSantis took some volunteers Illegal alien volunteers, put them on an airplane, flew them to Martha's Vineyard. The racist white people at Martha's Vineyard kicked them out in a matter of hours. Get off of our island. Get out of here. We don't want you anywhere near us. You bunch of brownies, we don't want you here. And that's when the sheriff went after and opened his investigation into Ron DeSantis. The city is doing the same thing. They are taking people in, taking them to a stash house, putting them on an airplane, and flying them wherever they're going to go. The same thing that Ron DeSantis did. Javier go after the mayor? Javier go after the city council? Javier go after the city manager? Of course not. You know what I know, and we all know, and they know. This is all political. They are in on the globalist move to destroy America's identity and just make us one of everybody else. Nothing special, said Barack Obama, who's running the country again. Nothing special about you. You need to come down off your high horse, he said. Nothing special about you. 
And that's what they're doing by bringing in as many people as possible to destroy national identity. They did it to Germany. They did it to the U.K. They did it all over the globe. And they're doing it to the United States to destroy our national identity so that when they roll in their globalist theory, which is going to be communism, we all know that, you're not gonna, you will own nothing and you will love it, says Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. America currently, right now, is not only under attack by our own government, who is doing this to us, but the Chinese government as well. Hang on tight for the next segment. It's going to be something you want to splash some cold water on your face. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Are lab-grown diamonds ecologically friendly? Take an extra shot of coffee. Splash a little water on your face. 519, Trey Ware, KTSA. Chinese cyber attacks. Hackers affiliated with China's military tapping into dozens of U.S. critical systems, critical U.S. infrastructure, testing the capacity to create chaos in American life, all according to a new report out by U.S. officials. The People's Liberation Army of China is testing its and the United States capabilities now, first thing I'll just say, throw in here is Biden allowed the balloon to fly overhead and take pictures of our nuke sites that went to China. Now he's allowing this to go on. He's owned by China. I won't regress into that whole story again right now, but I, I we will you know bring that up uh, from on occasion because this is why they're able to get away with this. Chinese are attempting to compromise critical infrastructure in the United States. And they are attempting, according to the security report, to pre-position themselves to be able to disrupt or destroy critical infrastructure in the case of a conflict or just to bring us to chaos. This would cause societal chaos inside the United States. You turn the power off. You can't get gasoline out of the ground because the power's off. You can't get any food because the grocery stores would be emptied. You, you think a hurricane is bad when we see a run on the grocery store shelves. You turn the power off, you won't have toilet paper, you won't have food because the, the supply chain wouldn't be operating either. Chaos. In fact, they attacked ERCOT. ERCOT. China now has access to critical infrastructure of more than two dozen entities throughout the country. It only takes one. Let's just say you get access to New York City's power. You shut down New York City's power and you have affected so many things globally. Number one, of course, being life in New York City, but also the financial structure for the entire globe runs through New York City. Didn't we find that out on 9-11 when they knocked the buildings down? And then, of course, transportation for the entire country. When you're talking about major airports operating out of New York City. So all you got to do is have one. They have more than two dozen. I told you to put some water on your face. I told you to drink a little extra coffee. This is serious. This is huge. China is in our critical infrastructure. The cyber attacks are hitting various targets, including a water utility in Hawaii. How about turning off the water? Can you imagine not having water? Again, 
Think about when we have a hurricane and all the run on all the water at the stores. Imagine just no water existing at all because they turned it off. They got into oil and gas pipelines, and they were able to control oil and gas pipelines in the United States. And then, of course, I mentioned ERCOT already. They are prioritizing creating pathways into the systems that will be used again at a later date. You're going to hear that in sound from the World Economic Forum in just a second. Now, knowing what we now know about China going into our critical infrastructure, cyberly, if you will, I've said probably for at least 25 years on this show that future wars will not be fought with guys with guns and bullets and tanks and missiles and all that. Future wars will be fought with a keyboard and the return key. Boom. Hit return, and you take down an entire city or a number of cities, or you cause chaos among airplanes in the sky. But we found out, and so did the Chinese, what disruptions on the streets of America looks like when the anti-American BLM forces were out burning everything down. Imagine the chaos they could create with an October surprise next year prior to the election like they did with COVID. And you know, and I know, and they know that they did it with COVID to disrupt the 2020 election. But imagine if they place a worm in our infrastructure that replicates itself as worms do. And they grow, it grows throughout our critical infrastructure, shutting stuff down all over the place like COVID did. Now, before I get to that, Netflix has a brand new cyber apocalypse uh, ap- uh, apocalypse film, cyber apocalypse film called Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. Movie's plot. A white family vacationing in a rented house on Long Island. At the beginning of the movie, the vacation's homeowner, G.H. Scott, and his daughter, Ruth, arrive at their home after a major cyber attack occurs across the United States. By the way, this stars Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon. And during one scene, G.H. and his daughter Ruth are seen together, and they're about to go to sleep. They're black, by the way. And his daughter, in cut number one here, Jimmy, says this. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. If the world falls apart, trust should not be doled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Would you consider that to be a racist statement? Of course it's a racist statement. Can you imagine two white people laying in bed and saying, if the world falls apart, trust should not be doled out easily to anyone, especially black people. Don't trust in black people. Do you know who produced this movie? Barack and Michelle Obama, they're producers. Now, let's go ahead, Jimmy, and roll the trailer of cut number three of this movie, and then I'm going to roll a video or a sound from the World Economic Forum. Go right ahead, Jimmy. So sorry to bother you. You must be Amanda. 
did you come here? In my line of work, you have to understand the patterns that govern the world. It can help you see the future. And I knew something was coming. I don't understand. What do you mean? We are seeing ongoing cyber attacks across the country. The truth is much scarier. What is the truth? We're going to be okay, right? Aren't you the one who always said, if you're not paranoid by now, it's too late? All right, that's good, Jimmy. That's enough. It's called Leave the World Behind. It's produced by Barack and Michelle Obama. In it, there's a statement from two black people. If the world falls apart, trust should not be doled out easily to anyone, especially white people. It follows a cyber attack controlling the world. Now, cut number five, Jimmy, I want to go to the World Economic Forum. Remember Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. They want world dominance. They want to control the world, et cetera, et cetera. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, which we are a part of, the United States, they say, in the future, you will own nothing and you will love it. But here's a video that they put out about a cyber attack on the United States. These are the people that want to bring us down. Listen to what they say. COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 slammer sapphire worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages, and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives, have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars, and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. So that's the World Economic Forum. They and Barack Obama are telling you what they are about to do next. They're going to place a worm inside of our cyber connectivity, inside of the Internet. It's going to grow and take down our critical infrastructure. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Jack Riccardi. Say, and the top news of the day, city manager denying that they are running a, quote, shelter. Of course, uh, as I said the last half hour, he's quibbling over semantics. Uh, if, I, if I bring you in for five minutes, uh, it's a shelter. Uh, I'm, I'm sheltering you. So, yes, they are running a shelter, but they're also running what I term as a stash house. 
and they are doing it with your taxpayer money, and they've been lying to you. They are involved in human distribution. China cyber attacks on the United States. They are ready to introduce their worm, take down our critical infrastructure, cause us chaos in the streets, chaos in the skies, chaos in our daily lives. And Joe has done nothing about it like he did nothing about the balloon as it was taking pictures of our critical nuclear sites. Trump is blowing away the competition in all the polling right now. And Christy Noem, the governor of South Dakota, says it's time for all Republicans to get behind Donald Trump and focus on defeating Joe Biden and the globalists as they are trying their best, their hardest, to take over the United States. And they're doing it with the Biden-Barack uh, administration. Biden snubs the Israeli hostage families. He had an event at the White House yesterday. Israeli hostage families asked to come to the event and be a part of it. They were in D.C. He said absolutely not. His staff said absolutely not because they don't want to make the Palestinian terrorists crazy, crazier than they already are, and so they said no. Pro-abortion test case fails here in Texas. Supreme Court voted against Ms. Cox, although she had already left the state to go have her abortion. This is not the last pro-abortion test case. This is only the first. The abortionists, baby killers, they are not going to give up on billions of dollars in that industry. That industry is about one thing and one thing only, and every woman needs to understand this. It is about money. That's all the abortion industry is about. It's not about your health care. It's not about your choice. It's not about anything other than them making a ton of money. And since the Biden administration came into power, the average mortgage payment is up 90%. And I'll get into the numbers on that a little bit later on. Tucker Carlson out there making the rounds. He started his own own network now. Uh, It's a popular thing to do. The Tucker Carlson Network, so he's out on various talk shows talking about that. He was on the Megyn Kelly talk show. Megyn brought up how uh, Donald Trump is being persecuted and prosecuted, and she's no big fan of Donald Trump, right? Right? Remember the whole dog face thing and women, dogs, and all that? Yeah, she's no fan of his. But she said, you know, I'm not a violent person. I'm not for violence. I'm not advocating for violence. But there's going to be violence if they continue to persecute, prosecute, Donald Trump. And uh, Tucker Carlson in cut number four had an answer for that. Here's what he said. So if you keep doing that and people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency. So it's like $11 for a dozen eggs and my vote doesn't matter anymore. Well, then what do I have? Like, what power do I have? And, you know, you're going to get violence if you keep this up and that's just the truth if and i keep this very stuff up that i don't you, want that to happen i think the counter violence will be much more extreme than the violence but um any rational person can see what's coming so they have to stop this the charges against trump are not real they're not even for serious crimes i was told trump was like a murderer and had killed a bunch of people in new jersey or something they he didn't even cheat on his taxes and they're hmm. treating him like a felon at the same time like they protect you know, Epstein until they have to murder him in his cell. It's like, it's insane. And it's all on public display. Everybody knows what's going on. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, and thank you, Tucker. And he's right. By the way, they want to push the Trump supporters into a violent response so they can roll the tanks into the streets. Kid Rock, by the way, was on Tucker's show and says that Donald Trump is the toughest SOB on earth. 
He had this country firing on all cylinders while he was in office, called Trump the, t- the toughest SOB on earth, and said Trump's spirits are always up. He's always talking about this country. He's always talking about this country and how he wants to win. I've never seen anybody who wants to win for this country like that. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it in our lifetime. He's the greatest president that we have ever had, says Kid Rock on the Tucker Carlson podcast. Now let me get to some of your texts that have been rolling in at 210-599-5555, Good morning, Mr. Ware. How much do you, me, and citizens of San Frantonio, how much are we spending to house these illegals? Who knows? Nice timing on the CPS tax increase. Great show, and that's from John. Good morning, Trey. You should watch the new movie on Netflix Movie. That movie that you have been talking about, Michelle and Barack Obama are the executive producers. Pay particular attention to the date, 1222. If you are just now waking up in the last half hour, I took you through that movie. It's got several racist, anti-white things that are said. That's not a surprise coming from Barack and Michelle. They're racist. They hate white people. They always have. But it's also talking about a side cyber attack in America and what it would do to our critical infrastructure. And I follow that up from audio from the World Economic Forum, the globalists who want to take us over. They are telling us what they are going to do. They are going to attack our critical infrastructure online. China has already been doing it. Major breaking story this morning about how China has attacked more than two dozen critical infrastructure sites they are they have created pathways into those sites and all they got to do is hit the inner key to take them down good morning dick ware maga people no that was my great uncle by the way that's not me that's that was my great uncle's name uh richard is a big name in our family so anyway no i'm not him uh, maga people like you are losers the NRA tracked to destroy us, but y'all can't. No immunity to Trump. You don't speak about that. You don't speak about you are losing. Don't Trump. Don't care about his supporters like you. Don't even know what you care when you care. Do- Donald Trump goes down. You're going to do to yourself what your kids did to themselves. Learn punctuation and learn how the to write it. education system at its Best. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you are going to uh, criticize me, and that's fine. I'll take the criticism. I'm a big boy. But if you're going to criticize me, at least learn punctuation and how to write a sentence. <laughs> but as Elaine just pointed out, that'll show you what our education system in America is producing right there. And then finally, I have contributed for decades to the Republican Party. No more. I'm an independent. I wouldn't get the Republican Party sweat off my mm, ha, he, ha, backside. And that's from uh, Anthony. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So when we come back, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Have you seen this in the meat cases at your favorite grocery store? Interesting. I'll tell you about it coming up. I want to tell you about our friends over at River City Oral Surgery, and that is Dr. Mark Havercorn and his team at River City Oral Surgery, the most transparent doctor in Texas. There's no doubt about that, probably in the United States, because he puts everything online, talking about his prices and what he can do and how his staff can help you with facial and oral surgery and all that kind of stuff. It's all online, and, and that means the prices are there. So you don't really need insurance to go see him. The prices there at River City Oral Surgery are meant to be affordable without insurance. Most patients find the prices are lower 
than what out-of-pocket insurance would be, particularly if you have a high deductible. Ah, you're in good shape here. And you don't have to have a referral. All you got to do is call River City Oral Surgery at 210-778-0002 and book your appointment to head on in and see them. They're wonderful people over there. When it comes to wisdom teeth removal, removal of other teeth, broken or missing teeth or implants, these are the people that you definitely want in your corner at River City Oral Surgery. Check them out online today at rivercityoms.com. With Christmas of number, and these are just people like you and me saying the Pledge of Allegiance on the show. It's my voicemail here at the station, 210-654-5155. Love to have you say the Pledge of Allegiance for us at 210-654-5155. After all, we are Military City USA, so I'd love to have you do that. Okay, 210-599-5555. You can call or text. You can even email me, Trey, T-R-E-Y, Trey, at KTSA.com. Have you been to the grocery store lately, and have you seen roses being placed in the meat cases on top of packages of meat? Anybody? Anybody? Jimmy, you seen it? Don, you seen it? Elaine, you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah? No? You haven't seen it? No. Okay. Let me tell you what's going on. Climate and animal activists are hosting funerals at the meat cases at grocery stores. <laughs> That's where these snot-nosed kids get out of these colleges and they, they, they run up all the student debt, you know, the student loan debt, right? And they can't, they have no functioning capabilities on planet Earth, so they become an activist. And then they become a college professor and they just perpetuate the system over and over again. So what they're doing is they're taking roses, they're wearing black, they're going to the meat case at these different grocery stores, and they're having a solemn ceremony and laying the roses on top of the meat packages, like, you know, hamburger meat and stuff like that, just like you would if you laid a rose on top of a coffin at a human funeral. I'd like to see them try that at my ghetto each year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's easy to do with the H-E-B. Go to the meat packing plant. See how it goes there. Yeah. Oh, God. Right. Yes. Right. No, go to the slaughterhouse. Yeah. See how it goes there. Those guys got some really long knives. Yeah. They're, but you, know. you can go to H-E-B and drop yeah. a rose petal and be all nerdy and yeah. stupid ass. Yeah. Yeah. But go to the slaughterhouse, right. big boys, and let's see how it goes, yeah. girls. Have, have you that been to a slaughterhouse before? That won't work at Central Market, but that won't work at my ghetto H-E-B. Yeah. Uh-uh. Have, have you been Step to a slaughterhouse aside. before? My family owned the United Meatpacking Plant here in the 40s oh, and 50s. Oh, my God. There you go. Yeah, so. Catarino Trevino. So I know. About what goes <laughs> but you down also there. Also saw it at Primo Processing. Oh well, I've I've been around a long time because I was a rancher, right? Yeah. And we we raised our own and then took it to uh, Gertz's, Ronnie Gertz and his family out in Seguin. And I would be there and see, you know, what yeah. they would do. But we were uh, Jimmy, you'll love this. We were at Primo with uh, Arnie, who was our bow tie wearing guy, who used to <laughs> you know pink shirts and bow ties. He used to work at. I love Arnie to death. He doesn't work here anymore. Anyway, he and I went down there. And we were around the corner talking to this lady who listens to the show who had just brought in three heifers, right? And I helped her get the heifers off the trailer because they, they were being obstinate. They wouldn't get off the trailer. She was zapping them. They wouldn't get off. So we finally get them off the trailer, and Arnie and I are standing there talking to her, and all of a sudden you hear, bam! And Arnie <laughs> leaps. Didn't, didn't know what it was. <laughs> he leaps into my arms. I mean, literally. All four legs and two arms of Arnie's is up in my in my arms, and I'm holding him. And he said, what was that? And I said, well, follow me. We walked around the corner. and show you how it's done. Did how it take how it did he not know? I don't know. That's he's his from, client. I don't That's know. That's the Wisconsin in him. He's all about cheese. But anyway, so this is a great a great story. And then the guy kicks the bucket over to where the you know the bull is, and the bull's up in the air at this point. And he kicks a bucket over there and takes that long serrated knife and goes right across the neck of the bull. 
Yeah. And Arnie goes, ah! And he runs around the corner, and I knew exactly what he when was I doing. When I lived in Arizona, I actually <laughs> enjoyed watching that. Did you really? I like to see the guts coming out. <laughs> oh! But then oh, I, no. also, I also raised rabbits, oh. and when I realized that the, I was raising them for food. Yeah. I stopped raising rabbits. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Rabbits good. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be a rabbit restaurant over off of Wurzbach, Wurzbach Road in I-10 near the medical center. It was all, all they did was, we, we advertised for it. I did live commercials here on the station for it. Just, uh, that's all they sold was rabbit. Well, remember we went to um, New York at that hotel, the Nice Mateen downstairs. Did they have rabbit there? They had rabbit. You're I had kidding rabbit. me. I didn't have the rabbit there. It was there. nice. I don't remember what I had. Yeah, I, I get it here. Uh, Gennaro's, the Italian restaurant up at Canyon Lake, every now and then. Pretty good. They have rabbit? Every now and then they'll yeah. have it on special. When they do, I grab it every time. They well, do me, it French style, you know. Let me ask yeah. our vegan, and it, our resident vegan here. Don, have you ever had a, 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 a funeral ceremony uh, at a meat uh, counter or a meat case at a grocery store where you laid roses on the uh, on the meat? No. You've never laid no, roses I, on I, the I, I can't say that I have, Troy. Yeah. I can't say I ever will. the leaves of the rose? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Not you know, your thing? I, I, not my thing. I haven't eaten meat in 20 years, yeah. but if you want to, go for it. See? Have fun. And, and that's my <laughs> attitude about people who don't eat meat. Right. right. You know, do what makes you do you. So are they just going to the meat counters? They're not going to the where they sell the hot dogs and all the lips and stuff like that? No, no, no. They're just going where, the, where the meat is down in the meat case in the grocery stores, right? They typically have the hamburger you know, and steaks. Yeah, yes, the, yes, and your steaks are and all that kind of stuff. And they're having a ceremony, making a big deal of it. Just for the meat, not the chickens, not the... Well, I guess the chickens are involved. I don't know. I just saw yeah, What about the fish? Meat. Right. The fish? See, there you, you go. Know. Go over the fish counter. Do it over there because the fish is a living thing, too. You know, anyway. the lobster tank? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Well, they could do a burial at sea, couldn't they? Yeah, like they the could, Hawaiians, yeah. they just throw out a lay on the water and let it float. Right. I was going to say the <laughs> rose a... petals. They throw the rose petals out and let them float. It's so lame. <laughs> it really it's is. It's not even a cool thing, activists. You know, you could do something better. Go have a die-in and die. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that. They did that yesterday in the Senate office building. The Palestinian terrorist protester supporters went to the Senate office building yesterday, and they had a die-in where they threw uh, blood money all over the floor in there. Hey, let me ask you a question. If you go into a place like that, the Senate office building, and you disrupt the business of the Senate, is that not an insurrection? Wasn't yesterday, shouldn't we call yesterday D-11? And and shouldn't Liz Cheney head up a committee now to oversee this and to take a look at who is behind the Palestinian terrorist supporters going into the Capitol building yesterday and having a die-in on the floor and disrupting business in the Capitol yesterday? Isn't that the very definition of an insurrection? Isn't that what we're talking about here when they did that yesterday? That's what you call an insurrection. BLM on the streets of America, burning buildings down, stealing TVs out of stores. That's an insurrection. What happened on January 6th was just a party for a bunch of cowboys. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. 
Today's a great day for Italian food. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters that the meeting comes at a time when Russian forces are ramping up attacks on civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. Zelensky's visit comes at a critical moment in negotiations for emergency aid to Ukraine. The Biden administration wants Congress to pass its more than $100 billion package for Ukraine, Israel, and other national security priorities. But Republicans say they'll only support the package if it comes with significant U.S. border policy changes. Zelensky will also meet with lawmakers on Capitol Hill. I'm Mark Mayfield. San Antonio police investigating a hit and run that sent a teenager to the hospital. It happened at about 945 last night in the 4600 block of Rigsby Avenue that's over on the east side. That's where the girl was attempting to cross the street, but she was hit by a driver who kept on going and hasn't been located. The girl was brought to the hospital with a broken leg. She was not able to describe the vehicle that hit her to police. Investigators say the driver is going to be charged with failure to stop and render aid once they're located. A San Antonio teenager shot last year by a former police officer facing charges again. 18-year-old Eric Cantu has now been arrested three times since he was shot by a San Antonio police officer in 2022. Saturday, he got into a pursuit with a Universal City police officer, leading the officer onto Loop 1604. UCPD says Cantu sideswiped a car and kept going. He pulled over in a parking lot and surrendered. He now faces charges of evading and leaving an accident. Cantu has been been arrested for evading a bicycle officer and is charged with felony theft in other cases. Tom Perumian, KTSA News. More than a half billion dollars now being spent on renovating and restoring the Alamo Historic District and the outcome could generate $11 billion in visitor money for Bear County. Alamo Trust Executive Director Dr. Kate Rogers says $400 million is being kicked in from the legislature. The 12-acre site will be rehabbed. Easier to walk through. We'll have more shade and more seating for visitors. Construction plans include rebuilding the South Gate, restoring the church, Long Barrack, and the Visitor Center, along with the museum. KTSA News time is 6.02. We've got Rudy J with sports. In the NBA, the Spurs lose their 17th game in a row as they fall to the Houston Rockets 93-82. Up next Wednesday night, they face the Lakers on Wednesday and Friday evening. In the NFL, the Houston Texans head coach D'Amico Ryans confirmed on Monday... That standout rookie C.J. Stroud suffered a concussion during the team's 30-6 loss to the Jets Sunday. In college football, LSU Heisman Trophy winner quarterback Jaden Daniels headlines the AP All-American first-team offense, while the first-team defense has Texas Longhorn defensive tackle Devondre Sweat and Outland Trophy winner on it, as well as Texas A&M linebacker Edron Cooper. Longhorn interior lineman Byron Murphy was named the second team, and Xavier Worthy was named to the third team. I'm Rudy J for 941 San Antonio Sports Star. 603 AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic coming up next. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing on FM 1071. You my pride and joy. Yeah, you are. Six oh six now. Trey Ware, KTSA two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Got to clean something up from the uh, last half hour. We were talking about how these uh, <laughs> these climate and and uh, and animal activists are going to the meat uh, cases and laying roses, having a mock uh, funeral ceremonies, laying roses on the meat in the meat counters. And uh, <laughs> Elaine pointed out because we pulled up the video and watched it again. Elaine pointed out that one of the women in that uh, case is about four hundred pounds. There's no way she's a vegan. <laughs> she doesn't hate her fair share of meat as time goes on. Um, 
the top news of the day, the city manager in San Antonio is denying that they have a shelter for illegal aliens here. Okay, we can quibble all day long over semantics. But if I take you in for, oh, 10 minutes or less, that's a shelter. I have given you shelter. He also denies that they have stash houses. This is a very definition of a stash house, what we see them doing. China is attacking us in cyberspace, and they have created pathways into our critical infrastructure of more than two dozen critical zones in America, meaning power and water, etc. And the World Economic Forum and Barack Hussein Obama are, are telling you that they're going to do this to the United States. Uh, Barack is on the inside of the globalist movement that is meant to take over our country and institute communism here and around the globe. That's what the globalists are all about. That's what this unfettered and uncontrolled immigration is about. The more people that you bring into our country, the less we become America. And you have to, if you're going to take over a country, you have to destroy its national identity. And when you're bringing people in from all around the globe, our national identity, if you don't demand them to assimilate and become like us, then your national identity goes away. They did it to Germany. They did it to the U.K. They have done it in places all around the globe, and they're working on doing it here in the country. Donald Trump is blowing away the competition in all of the polling that you want to look at. doesn't matter where you want to look. He's blowing away the competition. And that includes Joe Biden, and that includes Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and the rest of them. He's just blowing away the competition. And that's why Jack Smith is trying to press the Supreme Court into action to allow him to move forward with this phony fraud trial against Donald Trump so they can lock him up, which is exactly the intent. They have got to put him in jail before the election. And that's exactly what he's after. He wants Donald Trump to be off the campaign trail and fighting for his freedom next year, beginning in January, next month. And if he's off the campaign trail in that, then he won't be able to campaign, obviously, and have those wonderful, big, beautiful little uh, 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 rallies that he has. And then if he locks him up in jail, then obviously he won't be uh, be able to be president. So that's what they're thinking, and that's what they're attempting to do. As your kiddos are getting up today to go to school or your grandkids or whatever the case may be, what would you say if your child was tested today in school and gave the obvious correct answer, but because of political activists and wokeism, your child failed the tests. Would you be okay with that? You hear me talk a lot about education in this country and how the woke, leftist, globalist activists have taken over education from K all the way till the time they get out. And that includes higher education. It started primarily in higher education, but it starts in kindergarten and pre-K. That's why Julian Castro a racist himself, and a globalist himself, pushed so hard for pre-K and SA. You have to start indoctrinating them before they can speak, which is exactly what they do. In Seattle, a student there learned the hard way that biology cannot apply or doesn't need to apply 
when a school and a school district, in fact, has gone completely woke. This is a 10th grader. So how old are 10th graders? 16, right? So he knows. There was a quiz in the Ethnic Studies World History course. Why Ethnic Studies World History course? Why, why not just World History? That's what it's always been. Oh, no. Not in a woke place. you got to have Ethnic Studies World History. Two of the questions revolved around whether men can get pregnant and whether only men have penises. Now, the student, the 10th grader, gave the correct answers to both of those questions. But the student failed because it wasn't the woke answer that the teacher and the school district was looking for. True or false question. All men have penises. Only men have penises. The student said true. Only men have penises. That's a biological fact. That is a fact. Women do not have them. Men have them. The teacher counted it as wrong. Then another one, question seven, true or false? Only women get pregnant. Again, the 10th grader said, that's true. Only women get pregnant. Again, the teacher said, no, 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 no. Men get pregnant too. So that answer is wrong. This is in school. This is not on TikTok. <laughs> this is not on Instagram. This is in school. There are schools in the United States of America that are handing out failing grades to students because those students will not buy into and affirm the lie that men can get pregnant. That men can breastfeed. You notice how they've changed it to chest feed now, right? It's not breastfeed, it's chest feed now. Because, you know, men can chest feed. And the lie that only men have penises, right? That's a lie. Only men have penises. No, 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 no. Women have them too. Unless you think that this is just a rogue teacher in a rogue school district, think again. Because the district put out a statement said, we are fully 100% behind this teacher. Seattle Public Schools dedicated to establishing inclusive environments that allow exploration of contemporary issues, specifically examining the impacts of power systems such as racism and patriarchy. That was the statement from the school district. And it's not just the Seattle School District. When reading the comments, you find that this is happening in various school districts and schools all across the country. That students who refuse to buy off on the lie that men can be women and women can be men, that women have penises and men have babies. If you don't buy off on that lie, the school now says you're wrong and you fail. So how many of these 10th graders want to pass in grade so they don't fail and don't have to repeat 10th grade? Or how many of them in 12th grade would like to get out and actually graduate and begin their life out of school but 
are going to be forced to repeat the 12th grade and come back again the next year because they failed based on a lie. How many, how many times is that going to happen? That's exactly what's going on in schools all across this country, and that's why I say on this show and other platforms all the time, parents, grandparents, people, concerned citizens in a community, get involved in the schools. Understand clearly what is being taught to our children. And when this kind of nonsense is being taught to our kids, stand against it. Expose it. Call my show. Put it online. Expose what they are doing to the brains of children so that it can be brought into the light and defeated. Because I promise you, you bring me stories like this, and we'll talk about it on this show, and we'll call out the teachers, and we'll call out the administrators. We will shine the light of truth on these people who are corrupting our society and our culture in this country because they're all about the same thing. And you're going to hear me talk about this, collapsing our culture in America so it can be replaced. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. That's all about taking care of you and making sure you're warm on a cool morning like this. And we have even colder mornings, and you know that's coming. When we have even colder mornings, you're going to be safe inside your home. You don't have to worry about the heating system doing something it shouldn't be doing because Quarter Moon came out and checked it out for you. Their phone number is 210-651-5899. That's 210-651-5899. They have incredible plumbers on staff and service trucks that are fully stocked with all the right parts and pieces that could possibly be needed to fix whatever your situation is. AC, heating, plumbing, these are the great guys to take care of you day and night, weekends and holidays, too, at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. 210-651-5899. Mostly cloudy today with a high around 67. Going to be around 60 tomorrow. And right now it's 40 at KTSA. Good morning. We do have some roadies. Just got a text in here. Hey, Trey, just wanted to say thanks for the good info every morning. My girlfriend and I are listening up here in Chicago. We are both from Texas, Corpus Christi and El Paso. I put the show on every day on our way to work. It always feels like a little piece of home when we listen. P.S. It's tough welding up here in the cold. Ha ha. No roses spotted at the meat counters yet. This show continues to grow and uh, nationwide. Uh, I get uh, texts like that from all across the country, and I really appreciate you guys checking us out and then becoming regular listeners of the program. So thank you very, very much. Average monthly mortgage payment explodes to $3,322 just since Joe Biden became president of the United States. Nearly double. It's up 90%. The average monthly mortgage payment when his fraudulency became president. When President Trump left, the average mortgage payment was $1,787. $1,787. Now, $3,322, up an average of 90%. The Wall Street Journal says homeownership has become a pipe dream for more Americans. Even those who could afford to buy just a few years ago cannot buy now. Now, many would-be buyers were already feeling stretched thin by home prices that shot quickly higher in the pandemic, but at least mortgage rates were still low. But now that they are high, many people are just giving up. 
says the Wall Street Journal, and that is the point. They want people just to give up and not try to buy a home. Remember, you will own nothing, and you're going to love it. That's the globalist dream. That's their stated goal, that you will own nothing, and you will love it. But let's remember, the people who are looking to enter the housing market for the first time are young people. Young people have voted Democrat for decades now. And again, you get what you vote for in America. All the commies that are running this city and this county and running these uh, stash houses and running these transportation services for illegal aliens, they are in power and doing this because the people of Bear County and San Antonio voted these folks in. It is right now less affordable than any time in history to buy a home. And the math isn't changing anytime soon because the homeowners or the home prices aren't expected to come back down to pre-pandemic levels. In fact, the Federal Reserve started to raise those interest rates aggressively last year to curb the inflation that was begun by Joe Biden's spending money like crazy. And they aren't interested in cutting them. Those who vote Democrat and currently, you know, getting rid of all of your money on rent because you can't afford a home. What happens to the housing market when a president throws open the southern border, as this one has done, and you've got millions and millions, about 15 new million illegal aliens coming into the country looking for a place to live? You've got a finite something in an inventory of homes. You've got an infinite a number of people coming into the country looking for those homes. It drives the prices up. The cost of something that people want explodes, and that's what's going on. Now, we all know, because it's a stated fact, their own statements, that Democrats just cannot stand single-family homes. And they're using climate change to block the construction of new homes, right? And then they want us all to be in these cities, these 15-minute cities, massive government housing complexes owned by the government. You pay the government. And they make no secret of this. This is something that they say over and over again, all by design. They know that crazy government spending creates crazy inflation, and this inflation destroys the purchasing power and creates high interest rates that make it impossible for the middle class to buy a home. On average, in San Antonio and throughout the state of Texas, and this is across the country as well, but on average, you're paying $11,000 more for the basic necessities of life than you were paying under Donald Trump. Done by design. This is all done by design. Why do you think CPS, when they obviously don't need it, they obviously have more, millions more than they need, why do you think they go up on your bills? To take more of your money away because your money, your property, is your freedom. And they know, the Democrats do, when you flood a country already dealing with a housing crisis caused by their lies about the climate, and then you bring in millions of illegals, the housing costs are going to explode, and that's exactly what's been going on. So they create runaway inflation, knowing that the Fed is going to go up on interest rates, right? 8% to buy a house now. The housing prices are going to go up because they got more demand than they've got product to fit that demand, to fill that demand. And so now trying to get in and buy a home is about 90%. 
more expensive than what it was under Donald Trump. Now, we all know, because they've set it, their goal, you, don't own, you will not own anything, especially a house, and you'll be happy with not owning anything. But when you don't own a house, you lose your ability to accrue wealth because blue-collar and middle-class folks accrue wealth through home ownership. And we're not talking about getting rich at all. We're talking about beginning young and building your real estate and buying a home and then buying another home more expensive than buying another home, you know, graduating up in home ownership so that you have a nest egg for retirement that makes it more comfortable than just trying to live off of Social Security. Again, what the Democrats and the globalists are trying to do is to create more and more people who are living below poverty so they have to depend on them, the government, to keep them alive. So they're crashing the wealth of the middle class in America by design. The Democrat Party and multinational corporations are making a ton of money on this non-ownership of a society. Because you are dependent on the government until the day you die. And you are eternally making monthly payments for your home, your car, your music, your movies, your TV programming, your cell phone. You don't even buy those anymore. You rent those. You lease those. Your radio, your computer, all of the various software. You don't buy software. You don't go to a software store anymore and get a CD-ROM and put it in there anymore. No, you sign up and you pay, you pay, you pay, you pay. Everything is becoming subscription service. And your home will be too. Because you will own nothing and you will be happy. That is the Democrat communist dream. And they are pushing home ownership further and further and further out of the realm of possibility for millions and millions of Americans who will then suffer and have to be on the government dole just to survive. That's ammo for you. When it comes time to vote in the next election, you need to remember these things, and you need to tell as many people as you possibly can. Hey, listen, I want to tell you about Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, because those in the military, like Military City USA, uh, those in the military, they they have extreme sacrifices, uh, because many times they leave behind a family, they're deployed somewhere and all that, go out and, and perform their duties without hesitation at all, but sometimes... When they're in the heat of battle or whatever, they come home and they've they got PTSD, and it's tough, and it's, it's rough. Or some of them come home with uh, behavioral issues, alcoholism, things like that, and Laurel Ridge is here. Laurel Ridge can do so much to help military families, those who are in the military and their families, because their families are making extreme sacrifices as well. They've been helping soldiers return home healthy and whole since 1987 and working with their families as well. They have lots of customized options at Laurel Ridge, inpatient, outpatient services, day treatment programs, and so on. they got it all there. And they offer free assessments 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you are somebody that you know is suffering with a behavioral health issue, anxiety, depression, anything like that, Laurel Ridge is here since 1987 at Laurel Ridge, saving lives, healing families, and creating hope. It's 636. You think about all, all these years they would all know what an E sounds like and what an A sounds like. Anyway, good morning. <laughs> Just getting around. Trey Ware, KTSA, 17 straight losses for the Spurs. Another franchise, uh, franchise record. Way to go, Pop. You got it, man. You're killing them now. Stop the booing. City manager 
denies using airport building as a migrant shelter. Oh, really? Hmm. So if you bring somebody in out of the cold and they're in there for five minutes, what's that called? Hey, you're sheltering them, aren't you? And he said, no, we're not doing that. The longest they'll stay there is, the longest is 24 hours. Okay, first of all, I don't believe that. But second of all, it could be 24 minutes, could be 24 seconds. <laughs> if you're bringing them inside and you got them in there, which they admit they got now, they got three to 400 of them inside until their airplane is ready, and then we take them over to their airplane. Oh, by the way, you and I are paying for all this. These are poor, destitute people coming here for a better life. They don't have any money. And we're paying to house them in a hangar at the San Antonio International Airport and to put their butts on an airplane and fly them wherever they would like to go. That's right, wherever they would like to go. How would you like that deal? How would you? Hey, try this. Call up the city manager's office today. His name is Eric Walsh. And say, Eric, hey, listen, I want to go to, and, and you name the place. I want to go to California. I don't know why you don't want to do that. Let me think of another place. Whatever. You name the place. And I want you to pay for it. <laughs> and see how quickly you get hung up on. Because that's exactly what happened. But if you are illegal, meaning you broke our immigration laws to come into our country, and you say, I'd like to go to Omaha. Again, I don't know why you'd want to go there this time of year, but I want to go to Omaha. Well, they're going to feed you and house you over here at El Araporto, and then they're going to take you by bus, very warm and comfortable in there, by the way, cozy in those buses. Those are the same ones that you and I ride on when we pay the city ungodly amounts of money to park on their property and to take that ride over to the airport terminal and to get on a plane that we paid for at ungodly prices with huge amounts of taxes that we pay so that they can give free rides and free housing and free everything to people who are breaking our laws. Does, am, I, am I, let me just, am I the only one who's, who sees a problem with that? Am I the only one who notices that law-abiding, productive citizens, when you live in the People's Republic of America, the People's Republic of San Antonio, the People's Republic of Bear County, and you do what you're supposed to do, and you get up right now and you're over there on 35, once again, stuck in traffic in one of the most congested pieces of roadway in America, by the way, that stretch of 35 over there at Olympia Parkway back to Shirts Parkway where it's just stopped right now. And you're doing it, and they're taking their taxes, your taxes away from you, taking your money away from you so that they can give plane rides and housing to the people who are breaking our country's laws. Am I the only person who sees a problem with that? Am I the only dude on planet Earth that's got a problem with that? And am I the only guy around here who's got a problem with the city manager saying, well, it's not a shelter? They don't stay there. Hell, it's not. What is it then? Well, I called it what it was yesterday. It's a stash house. Which the definition of a stash house is they it's a place where they stash human beings until they're ready to be transported to their final destination. Now, if the cartels or the coyotes or somebody else is running a stash house along the border or between here and the border or whatever, if somebody is running a stash house with illegals in there, you can be arrested and put in jail. 
And if you're transporting illegal aliens, let's just say in the back of an 18-wheeler that happens to stop over here at the Walmarts, and they get out the back and they go running like we've seen how many times, countless times. But if you do that, if you drive that 18-wheeler, you're going to go to jail if they catch you. But you can drive a bus on the airport property and take illegals from this city-run stash house slash illegal alien shelter, Mr. City Manager, and take them over to the airplane, and you're fine. As long as the city is doing it, as long as the commie council, as long as the communists who run Bear County support this and are behind it, nothing's going to happen to them. Nothing. They're fine. It's all good and well. Don't play with us with your semantics, Eric. That's all that is, is semantics. It's not a shelter. Yes, of course it is. It's the definition of a shelter. It is also the definition of a stash house. It's exactly what you're operating, and the city is operating. And you really ought to be concerned, folks, that they did this and spent more than $10 million of your money without it ever being brought up in a city council session, A, B, C, D, E, F, G session, without people standing up and having an opportunity to sound off about it, without it being debated among city council people, they just said, the mayor, the, the, the city manager, and whoever else was involved in this decision, they just said, hey, we're going to do this, and we're going to spend $10 million to do it. So I think a reasonable question is, uh, how many other stash houses slash illegal alien shelters is the city running? And I think another reasonable question is, how much more of your money, your hard-earned tax dollars, are they spending that you don't know about? Because they're doing it under the table. They're not telling anybody. They're, they're not having open sessions about it. They're not having debates about it. They're not having citizens to be heard about it. They're not doing it on Thursdays on public television where everybody sees it. They're not doing that. They do it behind the scenes. Who else? Third interesting question would be, whose hangar is that, and, and what ties do they have to city governance uh, so, so that they get this money from the city to have that hangar leased out for a sh illegal alien shelter stash house? So many questions. And we're not going to get any answers. Because in this world that we live in, and this country, and this city, and this county that we live in, the left-wing commies can do anything they want, and that's just fine. Anything they want. While the common citizen who is working to provide the fuel for all this activism that they are doing and globalism and the change of society and wokeism and all the things that they're doing, you and I get the privilege of paying for it. And again, let me just circle back. You get what you vote for. If you voted for these people that are running this city, if you voted for these people that are running this county, this is what you voted for. You got exactly what you voted for. There has to be, there just has to be a major realignment of political voting and thought in this country, in this county, in this city, if we are to survive as a free republic. There must be. As I have been appealing to Jewish Americans to realign their votes and their giving, 
now that Jewish Americans know that the Democrats hate them, that the Democrats and the left in this country want them destroyed through genocide, they've made that perfectly clear. Whether it's Harvard, MIT, UPenn, UT, all across this country, they've made it perfectly clear to call for the genocide of Jews in America is perfectly fine. And I have been saying to my Jewish friends, and I have many of them, please stop voting Democrat. They hate you. Please stop giving to these institutions like Harvard and like University of Penn and like UT. Quit giving your money to them because they don't like you. <laughs> they take your money and they do things that are against you and your principles and your very life now we know because they're okay with people saying we need to kill all the Jews. Stop voting for them. Stop giving them your money. And I say the same thing here. When your city government and your state government are doing things that are clearly against your principles and what you believe, stop voting for these people. There has to be a revolution at the ballot box to change everything about what these people are doing. You have to know what they're doing again, and you have to expose it to the light. Just like I said about schools earlier this hour, same thing is true with city government. They are doing things behind your back. They are telling you one thing and doing something completely different, and you have to know, and you have to expose it. You have to get it out to the light so the light can destroy what they're doing. Hey, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Quickly, go right ahead, sir. Good morning, Trey. Hey, I just wanted to say, really, the problem is, isn't the way people are voting. It's the fact that people aren't voting. Well, voter yes, apathy of course. is what's killing us. Of course. Yeah. It's the voter apathy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely true. And, John, I've, I've brought that up on the show many, 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 many times. First of all, you had a fleeing of conservative people out of San Antonio and out of Bear County. They live outside. So you've had that happen. And then those who are conservative who live in the city, they just don't turn out to vote. And that has to change. If you want this stuff to stop, that has to change. If you don't want it to stop, then load up the truck and go to Ecuador and live down there. All right, a quick break here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. The future of stone, it's porcelain. There's no question about that. Everybody in the construction business will tell you that it won't be long before people replace their granite countertops with porcelain. Why? Because porcelain's tough. While it looks so good, you know, it is the toughest thing you can put on your countertops or just about anything. I know people are putting it on the walls. It's just beautiful. And Surface here in San Antonio, Surface SA, is the sole porcelain showroom in Texas. I'd love for you to go by, see all the porcelain. Because it's tough, it lasts longer. It comes in every gorgeous color and even customized colors that you can imagine. And the best part about porcelain, it's so easy to care for and it's so tough, you're one and done. So you put the porcelain in there with Surface SA, and you forget about it. You'll have beautiful countertops forevermore. It's just the, the toughest, most beautiful stuff you could ever put in your home, and that's porcelain. The future of stone is porcelain, and the future is right now at Surface SA. Check them out right now online at surfacesa.com. Let our team keep your home running comfortable. And I say if you're driving south on I-35 up there around Olympia Parkway and the Forum and all that kind of stuff, it's crazy right now because of an accident. We'll let you know when it all uh, clears up. Liz, I'm coming to your call in just a second. But first, I want to throw this out there. Uh, thanks again to Jesse. He brought some tamales over yesterday, and Sean shared them, and thank you very much. Appreciate that. That sparked a, an email I got from Rodney. I just wanted to share it with you because it's all about being Puro San Antonio, right? 
Because uh, I mentioned yesterday, I mentioned delicious tamales, which the ones that Jesse brought were delicious, and they are delicious. But I also mentioned Rubens, which uh, John Sadie, Captain Sadie, is the guy who introduced me to Rubens tamales. And so Rodney sent me an email. Ah, Rubens tamales. Man, oh, man. Used to love hitting that place up and Bob's Smokehouse across the street when I worked at Diesel Injection from 83 through 90. Couldn't afford to eat out much, so those places were a golden treat. Radicky's Jalapeno Chicken, El Tipico were a couple of other treats at the time. Now Dahlia's tamales are right up there with Rubens closer to me, too. Enjoy your show, and that's from Rodney. Rodney, thank you so much. What you just did there in that email is you laid out what San Antonio is all about and all the great names in San Antonio, wonderful chow in San Antonio, so I appreciate you doing that. Liz, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning. I was at the airport about two years ago, and they were laying all over the floor, sitting everywhere, had papers in their hands, telephones, chains for the machines, I saw one girl with an ankle bracelet on her leg. Yeah. I wonder how many of them had ankle bracelets. I couldn't see because they were wearing pants. Yeah. Men, women, children, a charging station for their phones. They had money for their machines to get crap out of the machines. Right. And they were fixing to fly them. I asked a girl that was cleaning the bathrooms, what is this? Where are they coming from? She said, oh, this happens every night. That's probably why they got this stash house. Correct. Because other people probably saw what I saw. That's that's you're on it, Liz. That's exactly right. And the city is admitting that they, that they had a problem with people sleeping on the uh, airport floor. You can't walk through O'Hare Airport in Chicago or LAX in Los Angeles anymore because they have turned those into illegal immigrant stash houses. That's where they put them. And the San Antonio Airport had become a stash house. And so all the city did was they moved the stash house over to a hangar. Instead of prevailing on this out-of-control government to stop this invasion that is going on, it's a, glo a globalist invasion in order to collapse our national identity. That's exactly why this is going on. They're stashing them over on San Pedro and in a hangar on airport property using your money to stash them and transport them around the country. And they didn't ask you if it was okay. They just said, we're going to do this, and you can go to hell. Hey, Daryl, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just want to follow what the last caller said. I, I flew out to uh, L.A. about a month ago, and I saw the same thing. One lady had an ankle uh, bracelet. It was all in uh, gray jumpsuits, the men and the women. They had papers in their hands. But also, um, my comment also is that I believe, and this is my opinion, and I have the right to say it, but... I believe CPS, the money that they're, that they're uh, these increases, these tax increases, I think a lot of that money is going to San Antonio is is um, is bankrolling this operation. You're right, Daryl. I totally agree. Thank you. Alex, quickly, go right ahead, Alex. Hi, good morning, Dre. Wonderful show. Listen, I had my first experience with a immigrant from Honduras literally up against my truck in my backyard. Now, I could have put him in cement shoes. Yeah. I called the police, and he belonged on San Pedro, and he's way over here downtown. Yeah. I told him, take him to Nirenberg's house. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, man. You too. Thank you, Alex. The invasion is real. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by 